Hello, and thank you for joining Unboss Me, the podcast, with your host, me, Kimberly Weston-Moore. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. You know, I love to welcome you guys into my space. So excited, I'm so excited, I'm so stirred up about today's episode. But before I talk about that, I want to thank you for tuning in to Unboss Me, the podcast. The podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone in finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for today's episode? Listen, I'm ready for today's episode because I am so stirred up. So go ahead, go ahead. If you're vacuuming, turn it up. If you're driving, turn it up. But if you're just sitting still, letting go and letting God use you right now, go ahead and sit down, grab your tea, your coffee, your snack, and chill with me for a moment as I share with you how to unboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. Because you know what? That's my journey. And I'm so excited that you are here to do it with me. Listen, I, I just have to ask you a question. Are you hungry? I mean, are you spiritually hungry? If not, if you're not spiritually hungry, what is filling you up? So today, what what kind of brought me to this topic today is, of course, my youngest daughter. I know I always talk about my kids, but listen, due to COVID, I have been around them 24-7, and let me tell you, I love it. So today, my kids are at a friend's house, and they were having a ball, and I guess um, they got a little hungry. As a matter of fact, I think kids just get hungry when they're in someone else's house just because they want to try their food or eat, or I'm not even sure what it is, but you know how they get hungry everywhere they go. So... As I'm standing there, she's like, mom, I'm so hungry. I really want to eat. I don't know what to do. Can you go home, bring me something back? I said, well, you can come with me, but I don't want to bring you anything back because once I get in the house, I'm in the house. So finally, she says, well, she has food right here on the stove, but now mind you, okay, kids say anything. So mind you, I'm standing there with her and the mother of her friend, right? And who, who is also my friend. And this young lady goes on to say, cause mom, you know, you told us not to eat at everybody's house. Flag on the play, flag on the play. Listen, six year old, almost six year old. There is a time and a place for everything. So at that moment, I had to react fast, okay? I had to react quick. I said, huh? I said, yeah, I did say that, but what I meant was you shouldn't eat at everybody's house, but I didn't specifically say her house because, you know, I had to make it clear because I don't know what was going through my friend's mind at the time, but if a child says that in front of me, I'm thinking, oh, man, is someone saying that my house or is the mother not comfortable with my home? So I definitely did not want that to be the case. 
So I will tell you that that made me think about what, how I am training them, period. But at any rate, after I told her, no, you should be good, she double checked with me and she said, but you know, you said, watch where we eat. And I'm like, listen, little girl, just let it go. Okay. Cause at that point I was embarrassed. I was like, listen, if this young lady doesn't let it go. So we carried on and I fed her. She even allowed me to taste some. And I will, I am here to tell you that my friend can cook and it was good. So we're all good. And I don't have to worry about my youngest making that comment again, but my goodness, it made me think of something. It made me think, you know, I, I, I may be spiritually hungry, but what am I eating? What is filling me up? What am I full of? Am I digesting the word exactly the way God wants me to? Am I digesting that true bread from heaven or the worldly bread? Are you, sis, are you digesting exactly what God wants you to digest? Am I digesting the true bread from heaven or this worldly bread? Are you? So I'm just so excited about this right here because when we talk about hunger, we always think about food. But we have to understand that food is temporary and it only satisfies the body. Okay, let me just make something clear. I love Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Okay, I just love Chick-fil-A sandwiches. And of course, there are no Chick-fil-A's over here in Europe. So even though when I get back to the States and I sink my teeth into one of those tasty Chick-fil-A sandwiches or Chick-fil-A chicken strips, and I dunk them in that good Chick-fil-A sauce, it, it, it's gonna taste like paradise to me, but I'm gonna tell you that I know that that particular meal, that particular food is only gonna fill me up for that moment. Okay, follow me, follow me for just a second, sis. So only for that moment, when I'm eating that particular sandwich, do I feel full and excited about Chick that Chick-fil-A sandwich, okay? I'm excited about life because that Chick-fil-A sandwich is filling me up. But I don't know about you, okay? I don't know about you, but I, I'm really not concerned with that Chick-fil-A sandwich. What I'm really concerned with right now is my eternal fullness, Okay, my eternal fullness. When I talk about eternal fullness, I'm talking about that fullness that only Jesus can provide because God made him the bread of life. Okay, so before we dig in scripture, I want to just set the scene for you. So um, this particular scripture comes from John. Okay, and this was right before Jesus fed 5,000 men with fish and bread and everyone ate until they were full. And then he gave them the leftovers of five barley loaves and a couple of fish. So while trying to do this, uh, before Jesus conjured up this 5,000 loaves of bread, he asked Philip 
can we buy bread to feed all these people? And Philip basically said, well, that's going to take a fortune to, to begin to do that. I mean, I don't know where that's going to come from, but that's going to take a fortune. Okay. He specifically said that is going to take a fortune. Okay. To begin to do it. So I'm reading from John chapter six, verses 22 through 40. I know this is a lot of reading, but I just really love to talk about the story, not just the specific scripture, but the story. So it reads the next morning back across the lake, crowds began gathering on the shore. They were waiting for Jesus to come. So for they knew that he and his disciples had come over together and that the disciples had gone off in their boat, leaving him behind. Several small boats from Tiberias were nearby. So when the people saw that Jesus wasn't there, nor his disciples, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. When they arrived and found him, they said, sir, how did you get here? Jesus replied, the truth of the matter is that you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you believe in me, but you shouldn't be so concerned about perishable things like food. You hear me? You hear me? You see what Jesus said? Okay. So no, spend your energy seeking the eternal life that I, the Messiah can give you for God, the father has sent me for this very purpose. Wow. How are you spending your energy, sis? Okay. I'm gonna read on. They replied, what should we do to satisfy God? Jesus told them, this is the will of God, that you believe in the one he has sent. Again, I'm going to repeat that for you because this is coming straight from the New Testament. This is the will of God that you believe in the one he has sent. Then they replied, you must show us more miracles if you want us to believe that you are the Messiah. They said, give us free bread every day like our father had while he journeyed through the wilderness. As the scriptures say, Moses gave them bread from heaven, Jesus said. Moses didn't give it to them. My father did, okay? And now he offers you true bread from heaven. The true bread is a person, the one sent by God from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day of our lives. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Wow. No one coming to me will ever be hungry again. I'm, I'm just going to read that again because that right there, Jesus said, listen in, sis, listen in. I am the bread of life. No one no one coming to me will ever be hungry again. Okay, I'm going to read on. Those believing in me will never thirst. But the trouble is, I have told you before, you haven't believed even though you have seen me. But some will come to me, those the Father have given me, and I will never, never reject them. Listen in. But some will come to me, those the Father has given me, and I will never, never reject them. For I have come here from heaven to do the will of God, who sent me not to have my own way. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose 
even one day. For it is my father's will that everyone who sees his son and believes on him should have eternal life that I should raise him at the last day. Let me just say those scriptures ministered to me. So prior to Jesus providing the food, when asking Philip, hey, Philip, where can we buy bread so that we can feed these people? Even though Jesus knew what he would say and how he would answer it, he still asked Philip. He asked Philip because he wanted to show Philip as well as us how easily we think of worldly things to accomplish his will instead of going to God. So like my daughter, we have to consult with our father prior to partaking in just anything because he provides the bread of eternal life. We have to not only follow Jesus like the pilgrims did in the book of John, we also have to believe that he is the way, the truth, and the life because he is the eternal life. We cannot live off bread alone. I'm talking about physical bread. We must have the bread of life. Listen, sis, Marita, Nature's Own, Home Pride, Butter Top Bread, and even though Ezekiel bread has Bible verses on it, it does not come close to the bread of life because the bread of life is the bread that you need, okay? You need Jesus who is the bread of life because you need the truth. Let me give you a little insight. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, sis. We see that Jesus is the truth. And the word, he is clear with the people and said, listen, bottom line up front, calling it bluff, okay? You want to be with me because I fed you. I fed you. But Jesus tells them that the perishable things should be of no concern to us. So you know that Chick-fil-A sandwich that I talk about and whatever else that you may be craving at this time. Take that same energy and crave that eternal life, which could only be given by our Father, okay? Because Jesus is very clear after the people asked him, what should we do to satisfy God? He says, God wants you to believe in the one he has sent. So instead of following him around for the perishable things that they believed filled them up, know that those Chick-fil-A sandwiches, those things you want, it's temporary. You need to believe in the one that he has given us. We must believe that. We cannot accomplish eternal life without believing in the bread of life, sis. Sis, we must be aligned with the will of God to successfully accomplish the purpose that he has for us. Like I always say, sis, he has provided us the resources. He has provided us with clear instructions regarding his will. We just have to believe. And if we don't know, we have to be like my daughter. And we have to ask God, what bread would you like me to eat? See, we know the answer. God answers us and tells us what exactly what we need. He even provides the resources to do it. But we want to do our own way. We don't want to follow his will. But I'm praying right now, sis. I'm praying that you begin to believe in the bread of life so that you can follow his will, so that you can fulfill the purpose that he has for you. 
I pray that God gives you the clarity you need to believe in him and his will so that you can fulfill your purpose. I encourage you to do that today, sis. I'm praying that you're doing that today, sis. Believe in God. Believe in Jesus Christ. Believe in the bread of life. My question to you, sis, is why not get that eternal bread? That true bread from heaven that will enable you to never hunger or thirst. If you feel like you're straddling the fence right now, if you are unsure of what you believe in, I am praying that that uncertainty, that ambiguity that you are experiencing right now is gone, sis. He clears it up for you because you have to know, Lord God, she has to know so that she can receive the bread of life that you have for her. The bread of life who is Jesus Christ, Lord God. In the reading, we saw that Jesus was patient. And even after he fed the people 5,000 loaves and fish, and they even received leftovers. In addition to that, God, they knew exactly what you did for the an- their ancestors, but they still asked for miracles. I'm here to tell you, sis, you don't have to beg. God already knows your needs. He will provide them, God. God, clear the way, God. My prayer is that you not only receive that clarity, that you are able to fulfill your purpose with confidence and knowing that you are full. You are full with the bread of life. So there is nothing that can stop you. So when that physical hunger hits, Lord God, that's that she knows God. I want her to know God, that it is only temporary. The physical hunger could be your food, your job, your money, Lord God, the cars that they have, Lord God, the clothes that she has, Lord God. I want her to know God. I pray that she knows God, that those things have already been taken care of in the name of Jesus, Lord God, because they believe, Lord God, because they believe in you, Lord God, the one God, the one God that sent his son, Jesus Christ ask that we never forget to believe in you, Lord God. In Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, it states, He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Know that God is our way maker, miracle worker, our light in the darkness, Believe that, sis. Let his will be your will and fulfill your hunger with the bread of life. Because like in Deuteronomy, it says that you cannot live on bread alone, sis. And we're talking about the physical bread, sis. You can't live on it alone. So believe in the bread of life. Fulfill your purpose. Fulfill God's will today. Thank you so much for your time, sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the bottom of my heart. I pray that today's episode blessed you as much as it blessed me. And I also pray that it's helping you on your journey to unboxing. So if I could just ask you for a little favor right now, if you could go ahead and hit subscribe. I pray that your day continues to be prosperous and you begin to follow God's way and that's your oasis. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to unboss.